Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, everybody? It's a bald Friday. <laughs> I went full bald, first time in my life. How's everybody doing? Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Who cares about my haircut? You can also tune in on the ESPN Montana app. Actually, it looks like we got some high school football rolling right now on uh, SWX Montana TV. So if you want to see the new shiny bald head, go check out the ESPN Montana app. Time to get to today. It's a game day weekend. We finally, at long last, have our college game day back tomorrow morning. Rajim Seabrook, who's in studio with me right now, will be hanging out tomorrow as well. So we have a lot of fun stuff uh, to get to today, tomorrow, everything in between. Um, Montana hosts Northwestern State 1 p.m. tomorrow at uh, Washington Grizzly Stadium. It's supposed to be about 93 degrees in the shade. The, the uh, high up to 102 mm. tomorrow. I'm telling you, uh, don't think that you're tough. There's no such thing as tough when it's 100 degrees. Just uh, drink your water, wear your hat, wear your sunscreen. Uh, then tomorrow evening at Bobcat Stadium, McNeese State in town, a 6 p.m. kick there, but it's still scheduled to be 97 degrees at kick uh, in the Gallatin Valley as well. So scorchers tomorrow, a couple of warm weather teams, each from Louisiana coming to the state of Montana. Uh, before this show is done, I'll have a feature about that exact element, the fact that the Southland Conference has a longstanding tradition of uh, good football, but the Southland Conference has been, I would argue, in as much uh, uncertainty and as much influx, as much uh, exodus as we've ever seen in a conference in college football. It looks nothing like what was the league for a really long time. Not a single founding member from the Southland has been in the Southland from its founding in 1963 until right now. Lamar was a founding member, but then wasn't in the league for 23 years and now is back in the league. That's as good as it gets for continuity there. But we do have two of the most tradition-laden programs in the Southland uh, here in Montana in Northwestern State, the Demons from uh, Natchitoches, Louisiana, and McNeese State, the uh, Cowboys from Lake Charles, Louisiana. McNeese has been good more recently, 2015 the last time McNeese was a Southland champion. Northwestern State has not made the playoffs since 2004, so uh, it's been uphill sledding, just one winning record over the last 18 years for Northwestern State. But we'll get to these games here in uh, in just a minute. Patrick Netherton, who's the play-by-play voice uh, for Northwestern State, uh, he is on his way to the studio. So um, we will have him here in uh, just a quick minute. Also, Jim Gazzolo, who is the uh, McNeese State beat writer for the newspaper there in Lake Charles, Louisiana. He'll join us here about 4.30. 
Well, let's talk high school football. There was a big game in the state last night. Sentinel, uh, although our, our main man, Rajim, who's a coach there at Sentinel, says, ah, we didn't play very well. That's the expectation of excellence right now at Sentinel. When you win 29-7 to and roll up what I thought was one of the better teams in the state in Bozeman High. So we'll get to some of the stuff from last night. Also give you a look ahead to some of the games on the docket tonight. Top of the hour, we're going to hear from three different head football coaches. The return of one of my guys, one of my uh, favorite coaches in the state, Todd Hughes, joins us from his little Loyola. It's been a couple years since Coach Hughes has been on the show because Loyola's kind of been going through it. They haven't been as good as they were for a really – I mean, Loyola was really good for a really long time. They weren't that good the last couple years. Now they're back. At least it appears to be in pretty good. So we'll hear from Coach Hughes as to the, the who, what, when, where, why that Loyola's kind of back on the rise. We'll also hear from Ryan Nelson. Missoula Hellgate head coach uh, who made his debut last week. He makes his Missoula debut uh, tonight. And uh, then we'll hear from Matt Johnson, Big Sky Eagles, and uh, we'll actually have a real-time update for you because right now on SWX Montana Television, it is Missoula Big Sky at <coughs> Billings Skyview. So I, I did not realize this was a 4 o'clock game. Um, so uh, maybe we'll hear from uh, Coach Johnson earlier uh, than expected and then to take you home here on your friday we will just i uh, have some fun it is a friday so that means it's a friday pie day we have a free pizza for you from front street pizza stay tuned about hour 15 hour and 20 minutes we'll be giving you an opportunity to win uh, a free pizza here uh, from front street pizza patrick netherton from uh northwestern state is on his way he said he just left his hotel so he'll he said he'd be here anywhere between five and 20 minutes depending on how uh, the missoula friday traffic uh, treats him. So, uh, Andrew, we'll probably just be kind of on call here as far as the way that we want to orchestrate this show. Uh, let's catch up with regime first. And then, Andrew, uh, f- f- good reminder, speaking of the Northwestern State Grizz game, we got tickets for you right now. All you got to do is call us. Call us number, caller number three. Got a pair of tickets to tomorrow's game, Northwestern State at Montana. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call right now, caller number three. And you can come pick them up here at the studio, or you can intercept us tomorrow at College Game Day. We'd prefer you to have them in hand tonight if you can. But either way, we'll get the tickets to you. Call us right now, 406-888-1029, caller number three. Andrew, can you get that Matt Johnson interview ready for me as well? We're going to play that here in just a minute since the uh, the Big Sky game uh, is officially kicked off. What's up, Raj? How you living? You know. So you got, you got the baby blue, and is that purple up top? Baby, buddy. Is come it on. pink? No, I'm colorblind, bro. So if you they know, I feel you on that. I certainly I thought it was the same color nope. as mine. Mine's baby blue. No, the deeper purples, I have a harder time uh-huh. seeing. So there's the bandana purple. Very. That is very okay. purple. All this right. is this is like grandma lilac powder purple. Okay. All mixed right. with all you right. know the nice powder well, pink. You always you always uh, wear the pastels uh, very nicely. It's Easter every day in my uh, world. That's right. Uh, how's it been going, man? You've been uh, out there at fall camp, Coach Oliver, Dane Oliver, there at Missoula Sentinel. He, he loves to maximize the efficiency, so this is not the, the fall camp of yesteryear by any means. But also, he's got all the dudes wearing black jerseys. So uh, I went out there a couple times. I was I was sweating uh, just watching you guys. But he's how, got his coaches wearing all black, too. I know. We out there sweating as well. How uh, How's it been going, though? How, what's been going on over there at Sentinel? You know, Dane Oliver is just one of the most detail-oriented guys I have ever met, like within the game and without the game of football. Um, he is just right back to setting a springboard for excellence like he just he he takes there's no off season for Dane Oliver and by proxy alone there's almost no off season for Sentinel uh you know have won the back uh, last two games Sentinel's back I you know where we want to be in aspects of the game but uh there's always room for improvement because as Dane Oliver and as our D uh, coordinator Mike Mott says like we have a standard like this for we're sure. not just a team like we we are a program and uh with that being said, there's just there's always room for excellence and there's always room for improvement. And Dane's already back on a horse, chomping at the bit. Twenty nine to seven, a Missoula Sentinel defeats uh, Bozeman High School last night here in Missoula on SWX Montana Television. Is it harder when you have a Thursday game? Is the prep harder? Oh, it's a lot harder. I mean, we didn't get because usually Thursday is like your walk through, polish it up day, right? Walk through, polish up day, uh, team dinner. School started this you last know, week too, so started. that's hard, right? Well, we also had you know we opened the road last week, you know, a week ago today in Billings. We didn't get off that bus basically until four o'clock in the morning, so it was right back to coaches' meetings, right back inside, right back to the grind, and uh, you know we lost we lost two huge uh pieces of 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 our pie uh in Tyler Christensen and and in uh Silky Smooth Roush so we uh 
we lose a we lost two good receivers and two good DBs. So we um, we had a short week to turn it all around to try to you know get back because Bozeman is much improved you know from last year and uh, after getting into it like a heavyweight you know fight with with Billings West that's just a that's a tough turnaround. But the boys dug deep this week and were resilient and uh, we we matured a little bit and made some improvements. Rajim Subrook in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. I forgot to tell you that everything that's coming up in the show today, that is your show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. We appreciate Brent and his team for their continued support. They are the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all questions you might have in the real estate world, give Brent and his team a call today. Coulter Nuanas here at the ESPN Montana studio by way of the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and proud to say so. Patrick Netherton, the uh, play-by-play voice for Northwestern State, will be in studio here in just a little while. Jim Ganzolo, who's the McNeese State beat writer, he'll join us. Uh, I'm I'm actually not sure. I haven't touched base with Jim where he's actually at. I don't know if he's in Bozeman or Lake Charles. He's not in Missoula, so he'll be on the phone. Uh, But either way, if you want to stream the show, you always can on the ESPN Montana app or on 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. Billing Skyview and Missoula Big Sky are underway. We have a change of possession here just a couple minutes into this game. And a very uh, angry coach. A very angry coach. Very angry sure. coach. Um, I love me some Matt Johnson, man. He coaches with a lot of passion. I know it means a lot to him. It's been really hard at Big Sky the last couple of years. They've just had numbers deficits and talent deficits. But I mean, high school football, man. You just you gotta gotta kind of gotta work with what you got. And uh, I know Matt Johnson; his teams always play hard, and that's the biggest testament to a coach, regardless of what your talent might be. But both these teams trying to bounce back from losses a week ago. Billing Skyview fell to Kalispell Flathead, twenty-seven nothing. Uh, that snapped a seventeen-game losing streak for Flathead. And then Big Sky they got rolled up by Bozeman Gallatin, forty-eight to six here in Missoula. So long trip over to Billings. Uh, for the Eagles. We're going to split up our Garden City Spotlight because Big Sky's rolling right now. We'll hear from Matt Johnson right now, and then we'll hear from Todd Hughes and uh, Ryan Nelson a little later on. Uh, Here's Matt Johnson with our Andrew Houghton right after this. Garden City Spotlight rolls on. Joining me now for a portion of our Garden City Spotlight here on Nuanez. Now it's Big Sky head football coach Matt Johnson. Matt, this is the first time I think we've gotten to talk this this season. How was your summer, man? Thanks for having me on. Honestly, I didn't even know that summer happened. I feel like uh, a blink of an eye and it was over. I don't know what the deal was. A combination of maybe coaching the Shrine game and, I don't know, bad weather and crazy weather. But it didn't seem like summer even happened for me. Well, that's right. That's a peril of living in Montana. Sometimes you get that blink of an eye summer that, like you were talking about. How was coaching the Shrine game, by the way? It, it was great. Um, every time you do it, you... I don't know. I think it brings a little energy to you. It's such an awesome reason that they put that game on. I think they this year they raised like $200,000 for the Shriners Hospital, which is amazing. It all goes to kids, right? And um, so the experience coaching, you know, and, and it's it's amazing when you get a coach like the best kids in Montana, or at least we had the ones in the West, and um, you learn a lot. You learn a lot from the other coaches and those players and – confirmation in how you do things and um, it's always a great experience in the Shriners and Butte really take care of you um, so it's a great ex- and this year so like I told the Shriners for example the last time I coached and it was 2009 and Bryce Carver was a player and uh, we won and now he was a head coach and I coached with him and we won so I said I think he and I need to do it more often together how about that? Yeah, I talked to Bryce just a week or two ago about his experience of coaching in the Shrine game. So what an, what an anecdote there. You guys had a, a, a ton of talent on that West squad. Just what was it like having all those guys together in one place? Yeah, it, it's it's pretty great. And, you know, you always remember the other the other side's got a lot of talent too, right? And um, the, one that, the one that was amazing, I did the DBs. And the amount of speed, we had the class A, we had class AA, A, and B state champions in the 110 hurdles in the secondary. And uh, there's confirmation why speed matters. And, I mean, those kids could fly around. Um, you know, it, it was pretty It was pretty sweet. And it was great. I got I to gotta do a lot of the special teams. I got to work with Patrick uh, 
Oh, what's his name? The kicker from Glacier that went to the Grizz. Uh, shoot, I'll think of his name. Roarback. And uh, that was that was pretty fun, too, you know, because that kid, he's pretty special and can boom it. And so he could do some fun things. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, the one thing that's pretty huge, you don't your practice time's way less because they already got the basic stuff. And so you're just working on putting in schematic things and some structure and – you can get through a lot of things a lot faster. Patrick Rohrbach from Kalispell Glacier, who was just playing in the Shrine game a couple months ago, just named the starting punter for the Montana Grizzlies this season, so that's pretty sweet to see. I'm talking here with yep. Matt Johnson, head coach of the Big Sky football team. The Eagles were the one Missoula team to stay in Missoula last week, open their season with the home game, a 46-6 to loss to Bozeman Gallatin. The Eagles on the road this week. They're going to go see... The Billings Skyview Falcons and the Battle of the Birds there, I guess. But, Matt, let's start with last week. What did you take out of that season opening game? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot. Going into it, you know, it's hard to know. You don't really have any much film on the other team, and everybody kind of holds back what they're doing. So we didn't even really have a good idea what what they would come out and how they'd operate. Um, you know, and it, and it shows they're, they're a school, they're kids that – our seniors now have started on their varsity team for three years. Uh, their juniors have been on it for a couple. So they're, they're well experienced. They've been had time to establish who they are a little bit now. And they got, they got a lot of size and they got a lot of skill. And so it was really, really good for our kids to see that and understand if they want to get to that point, you know, what that looks like. Uh, we know we're really young. Uh, we had two sophomores starting for us. Um, you know, a lot of juniors that don't have a lot of varsity experience. And so we know we're pretty green. And at the same time, you, you know, the score wasn't very vindictive of, of what was going on, I thought, because, you know, we went for it a couple times on fourth down in our own territory. But I thought our kids did okay. We, didn't, we got pushed around a little bit early, and we responded to it. And it wasn't like they just wiped us out. And for the size difference that they had on us, I thought, I thought we achieved some pretty good things and some good things to build on. Yeah, was there one area in particular where you you saw some really good things, like passing game, running game, defense, maybe special teams that you think you will be able to build on? Yeah, for sure. I, we were, you know, as we evaluated on film in our in our run game, especially, we we were just a step or two away at different times from turning a two yard gain into fifteen or twenty, and so it's just cleaning those up for our kids to trust the process. And I think we had a good week to get there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I thought our run game was, we were just really close, just, just missed a couple things here and there. Um, past game, I think the nerve set in a little bit. We had a couple times where some good things showed up, you know, but I think we'll get there as well. And then defensively, honestly, I thought we had kids in the right spot consistently. We just, we just got to be able to get to the next spot to make the play there. Matt Johnson from Missoula Big Sky Football joining us for the Garden City Spotlight here on Nuanez Now with the Eagles going into a game against the Billing Skyview Falcons. And Matt, you know, what have you seen from them? What are what are you looking for going into that game? Well, you know, they're a program they're trying to they're trying to build. You know, Coach Lebsock was there for a long time and they had a stable identity and you know, once once he left, uh, they've been still trying to find their identity a little bit and they've changed some things up. Um, they look, they look decent. I thought against flathead, just same thing, missing things. They look like they're new into a new offense, um, how they operated. So, you know, we think there's good opportunity for us. We think this is a closer matchup physically, um, athletically to our, what, where our kids are right now. And so, um, we know it's going to be hot. It's going to be, probably 110 on the turf down there in Billings on Friday. We play at the four o'clock game. And so, you know, I think our kids are taking that well. They understand they can't control that. And uh, we got to go down. We got an opponent that we should have a more closer match to. And uh, we got to still execute and be disciplined in what we're doing. Well, that's right. Big Sky taking on Billings Skyview in the four o'clock game this Friday in Billings. So I guess by the time you're listening to this on Friday's Nuanas now, the Eagles will have already kicked off. But, Matt, that's right. I mean, when you're going up against a team like, like Skyview, and Skyview lost 27 nothing to Flathead last week, as you mentioned, where it's something where, you know, you do have a little bit of a closer match in terms of 
the athleticism, the size, that allows you to see a little bit more what it is that you're doing that's working and not working, right? Yes, for sure. And, you know, you preach a lot of things to kids, and one of our big one big ones is you got to believe in something before you see it. And sometimes that's hard to do because you go against a team like Gallatin who's they're they're pretty sound. I think they'll end up being one of the maybe top three or four teams in the the East, and um, so you don't really get to see all your things happen. And sometimes that's hard to believe in and buy into all the all the different parts we coach them in. So now if we play a team that we can we can operate and move our things a little better, we can build some self confidence and some trust in in the whole process. So um, it is a, it is a big thing when when you can get to a more formidable opponent. It's great stuff, as always, from Big Sky head coach Matt Johnson here on the Garden City Spotlight. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for taking the time to share a little bit of insight, and good luck against Billing Skyview again in a game that will probably already have kicked off by the time we're hearing this on Nuanez now. But, Coach, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Really appreciate it. Right now... That game ongoing, 0-0, Missoula Big Sky and uh, Billings Skyview about midway through the first quarter from the Magic City. You're listening to Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks to Andrew Houghton for that excellent interview with Missoula Big Sky head coach uh, Matt Johnson. We will hear from Missoula Hellgate head coach Ryan Nelson and Missoula Loyola head coach uh, Todd Hughes. Rajim Seabrook riding with me, Coulter Nuanas. We'll have uh, more analysis of the Sentinel win last night as well, 29-7 over uh Bozeman High School. But right now we're going to talk about some college football. we got a couple guests coming up. Patrick Netherton, he's the play-by-play voice for Northwestern State, will join us right after the break. We're also going to hear from Jim Gazzolo, who's the McNeese State beat writer, here in about 25 minutes. Tons of college football talk to get you set up for tomorrow. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The countdown is almost complete. Division I college football returns to the state of Montana on Saturday with openers for the Grizz and the Bobcats. Hello, I am Colter Duanez. Five teams from across the Big Sky Conference have already opened their season. UNLV drilled Idaho State 52-21 last Thursday. Last night, Poland State pushed San Jose State all the way to the brink, but the Trojans scored a touchdown with one minute, 11 seconds left to emerge with a 21-17 win. Weber State gave up a program record, negative 34 rushing yards in a 41-5 win over Division II Western Oregon. A year after upsetting Arizona for the first time since 1932, Northern Arizona did not have such good fortune against Arizona State, losing 40-3. Fresno State beat Cal Poly for the ninth time in a row, posting a 35-7 win. Saturday, Montana opens its season with sky-high expectations against a Northwestern State team that has won 12 total games in four seasons under head coach Brad Laird. The Grizzlies are ranked number three in the country. The home opener against the Demons kicks off at 1 p.m. from Washington Grizzly Stadium. Montana State opens its season Saturday night with its annual Gold Rush game against McNeese State of the Southland Conference. MSU is ranked number four in the country after last season's run for the SPS National Title Game. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Canyon River Golf Club of East Missoula. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula.
I know somebody around here that would love that song. Our, our great friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, who joins us every Thursday. She loves herself some lover boy. So does this guy, Patrick Detherton, in studio with us here. On to on is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television, but not today. If you want to see our shining faces and my shining new bald head, go download the ESPN Montana app. Patrick is the play-by-play voice for Northwestern State, and you also host a daily show, is I that do. right? Yeah, yeah nice. actually, just, just got done, and matter of fact, the last bumper music we had was working for the weekend. That's our <laughs> that's our Friday send-off music. Uh, I love it. Well, uh, welcome to Montana, Thank first you. and foremost. Thanks for being here, man. And Northwestern State, of course, plays at Montana tomorrow, 1 p.m. kickoff. Congratulations to Colby. He's our Grizz ticket winner for the week. I tried to call in and get those. <laughs> I was gonna. I was, I was hoping. Well, you're going to have a, a primetime seat in uh, one of the hottest press boxes in the United States of America tomorrow. Not just because it's going to be hot here. It's right. always hot there anyways. So I'll look forward to that. If you want to come hang out with us tomorrow before the game, we'll be live for our ESPN College Game Day show. Uh, we'll be going live about 11 o'clock. We'll be hanging out down there all morning long. So uh, come swing by. we got the Badlanders serving drinks. You're going to have Domino's Pizza. It's not just coupons and menus anymore, people. We're actually back to normal. we got fresh piping hot pizzas for you. We'll have Pepsi Cola as well and a whole bunch of other great sponsors and a whole bunch of other great swag. So uh, come hang out with us there adjacent to the walking bridge there at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot right next to the University of Montana campus. Now, have you ever been to Montana before? Yes, i actually uh, been here all three times. That oh, so, Northwestern... the, so you must have been the play-by-play play guy here for well, years. Well, I was, this is my 20th year. Nice, um, okay. So I was not the radio guy for the first two, but we were doing a split television feed. This is how long ago this was. This was 01 and 02. Uh, so long ago that they didn't, you know, ESPN Plus was not a thing. That didn't exist. So we were sending one video feed and then split audio feeds. So an audio feed went to Montana, an audio feed wow. went to Louisiana, and I was in, I was the one doing the audio feed that went back to uh, Louisiana. And then uh, the last year, 04, I was the voice at that point. That was my second year uh, with NSU. So I've been here three times. It's the only three times I've been to Montana, but I've loved it each time and so far loving it here. Northwestern State has good tradition. I was yeah. writing a story about this earlier today, and you look at – just through the the annals since they joined the uh, South or the Southland Conference in 1987, I mm-hmm. think 11 conference championships, been to the playoffs uh, multiple times, but it's been about 18 years since they've been to the playoffs. That 2004 matchup here in Missoula, the mm-hmm. last time Northwestern State was in the playoffs. So what's what's changed about the program since you've been covering it? Uh, it's that you know it's really hard to say. the The talent level has been there, but there've there've been there've been years where you know there, there was an 0 and 11 season in there. Sure. It was the first year of a new coach. Uh, again, the brand new schemes and none of the personnel really fit, and it was a, a tough year. There have been, there were back to back six and six seasons where one of them probably should have been nine and three, maybe sure. eight and four, and the other one was actually a good six and six. So it, it's hard to say, it's hard to pinpoint. There have been coaching changes. Uh, there have been you know guys that you thought would come in and have some success, but honestly, the the main thing for Northwestern State is is resources sure. and finances. You know, uh, you look at a Louisiana Tech, which Tech and Northwestern were very much on the the same page for a while. They have a billion-dollar donor who can come in, (laughs) and and, and his name's on every building, right? (laughs) Right. You know, Northwestern State is a nursing school. Uh, You know, they're they're most famous for producing nurses and teachers. And nurses and teachers, by and large, just don't have the resources to give back. Um, And so that's one of the things, brand-new athletic director at NSU, Kevin Boschen, and that's one of the things, he comes with a fundraising background, and that's one of the things he's trying to change is, hey, let's get more money pumped into the program and, and because it can only help when your assistance pool is such that you can only hire certain guys you're not you're either going to have to really make a home run hire on a on a young up-and-comer or someone who wants to come in and as sort of at the swan song of their career you sure. can't go get uh you know a hot commodity you have to find a hot commodity and and you know that sometimes it's happened we had an offensive coordinator a few years ago who ends up going to the nfl right. you know he caught him at it at a young age but he didn't stick around because he had better opportunities so you know you're hoping that with more financial support with more resources that are put in you know you've got a great stadium the press box is second to none even though it was built 50 years ago (laughs) like it's a it's a the the area of the of the country is beautiful Natchitoches is beautiful there's so many things going for it they just haven't been able to get all of them meshing at one time Patrick Netherton joining us in studio the play-by-play voice for Northwestern State the Demons in Missoula Montana tomorrow 1 p.m. kick from Washington Grizzly Stadium sort of 
the uh, the the evolution of college football mm-hmm. and how much things have changed. It seems like it's directly reflected in the Southland. I mean, people that are following this show that listen to us. They, they hear about the Big Sky Conference and some of the comings and goings that have happened over the last 15 years. It pales in comparison to the South. Yeah. I mean, Lamar is the only founding member left, and they took a 20-something-year break in between when they left the league and came back. Well, they just left the league again uh, for a couple of years and came back that's just I'm, this year. You that's know, I mean, it's, and Sam Houston State's no longer in the league. Right. Stephen F. Foss is no longer in the league. Central Arkansas, you mentioned the older teams like Louisiana Tech and Arkansas State. So... It just seems like the Southland itself has had so much... uh, A lot of upheaval. A lot of upheaval. Yeah, and and it's it's more stable now than it even was a year ago. Uh, You know, a year ago, we're looking at, hey, if McNeese chooses to leave, then the Southland may no longer exist. And McNeese had, had, you know, some, hey, maybe we're going to move up, kind of like Sam Houston is doing. Well, a new commissioner comes into the Southland, Chris Grant. He's young. He's aggressive. He comes in. He gets Lamar to to decide that the whack wasn't good for them. They come back. UIW, Incarnate Word, was getting ready to leave. Right. They decide at the last minute to not leave. They basically, what, a month? month before their announcement, they say, hey, we're coming back, which means that now we had to end up in uh, all of the conference schools had to end up re reshuffling their schedules. So the schedule that we had that we released to start with for the football season did not have Incarnate Word or Lamar on them. And now they do. Yeah. But, it, you know, the league now is much more, um, much more stable. Texas A&M Commerce has come in. And you hear rumors, right, that, that some of the teams that left may be wanting back in. You can't, I just can't substantiate any of that. But, uh, you know, a lot of these teams fled for the WAC. Well, the WAC is dissolving as a football conference. It's just not holding up. Right. Uh, Sam Houston and New Mexico State are leaving. Uh, Lamar already left. Incarnate Word chose not to go. So there's some teams that are still floating around out there that may come back to the Southland before it's all said and done. And, and we'd love to have them. Patrick Netherton joining us in studio. Play-by-play man for Northwestern State. Tell us about this year's team then. Brad Laird's fifth season, I guess, at the helm if you count the the spring season, which it's a season. It's just hard to to put into perspective, you know, fourth and fifth years because you played, you know, two seasons in one year. But anyways, he's been at the helm for four years there. Yeah, it's, you know, this is a hard team to get a read on. Um, it's, It's in some ways a reset. Uh, in, from between year four and year five, uh, both coordinators are gone. New coordinators are in. Six of his eight coaches are brand new. Uh, a huge influx of, of portal guys and JUCO transfers. So I honestly, and, I, and people keep asking me, well, what do you think about this year's team? And I tell them, I really don't know. There's so many new guys, so many new faces. Uh, your, your two top offensive weapons, one sat out last year uh, redshirting. The other one only played a couple of games before getting hurt. You've got a new quarterback who's never thrown a pass in five years as, as a college player, and he's going to be your starting quarterback tomorrow with a new coordinator who took over for your old coordinator who had to leave for, for personal reasons. Uh, you know, 10, 12 days ago now. So this is a this is a very interesting, strange team. And you could tell me that this team has the talent to go nine and two, and I'd go, okay, maybe. And you could tell me this team go two and nine, and I'd go, okay, maybe. I just sure. they're, they're just I just don't know. And that's why tomorrow I have no idea what to expect. This is this is the this is the most Hmm, this is the most unknowns that I think I've ever seen at Northwestern going into a season, yet it feels like it could be a lot of net positives. The the, the phenomenon of the COVID years of extra eligibility mm-hmm. plus the one-time transfer rules, yep. every program in the country is figuring out how to navigate this. But it seems to me that where you guys are from there in Natchitoches, Louisiana, how did I do it? I, uh, D, Natchitoches. 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 Got it. Yeah. The, the, everyone puts the T on that, like Natchitoches, but it's, an, it's Natchitoches. I tell them it's like a, a, a dish of snacks, like a Natchitoches. It's, it's Natchitoches. Natchitoches. I love it. Just okay. rolls off. But it seems to me. And I'm wearing my Natchitoches shirt I, I so you can it. see it right there. Yeah. I read all about Natchitoches uh, this week. It sounds like it's an awesome oh, town. it's beautiful. Yeah. Oldest city in the Louisiana Purchase. Uh, Steel Magnolias filmed there. One of the best most beautiful downtown areas that you'll ever yeah. be in. Very quaint. Uh, it has the Cane River, which is not actually a river. It doesn't flow anywhere. It's actually a lake, but it's, what, 36 miles, 31 <laughs> miles, whatever, but it's a lake uh, that looks like a river. And just uh, Natchitoches is beautiful. It's, it's just one of those great 
Um, when you when you you know when you see steel magnolias, it's a little dated because it's from the eighties, but sure. that that is kind of the vibe that Natchitoches is very old school South. It seems, it seems though being right there in the heart of Louisiana, mm-hmm. there is an unbelievable amount of talent around yeah. you, both at the high school level and at the FBS level, that maybe wants to drop down. Sure. That's the most fascinating part about this. Also, a, a good tidbit here for those that don't uh, know this, McNeese State and uh, Northwestern State are rivals, and the last time mm-hmm. these two teams took the field was against each other in a rivalry game, and now yeah. they're both in Montana. And by the way, first time Northwestern won at McNeese since 1988. Uh, unbelievable. 88. But you look at the two rosters, obviously McNeese has a new head coach in mm-hmm. Gary Goff. He has 61 guys yeah. that are new to the roster they're, since they're, the spring. They have more turnover than, than NSU does. Uh, for sure, it's but even, even NSU, you look, I mean, I think I counted six or seven transfer receivers alone, mm-hmm. you know, just at that position. Yeah, group. So the receiver depth chart is the one that is most different uh, from last year to, to this year. And plus you add in, there's a kid named Javon Antonio who was our leading receiver in the spring season, the COVID season. He had to sit out last year, redshirted, comes back, and he's arguably your best receiver. He's not the most explosive guy in the world, but he's big and physical, has good hands. If it's in the red zone, probably expect to see Antonio get his hand on the ball at some point. That's all to say, what do you think of just the strategy that Coach Laird has taken in terms of attacking this transfer thing? Because it does seem like they have some junior college flavor and some FBS flavor yeah, on the roster. You know, the, the one the one benefit, and, and you know, Montana fans will know this, the one benefit you have at, at, at an FCS program is you could always drop down without penalty. You, know, you could always pick right. up an FBS guy. Now, with the transfer portal being what it is and, and the, the one year without penalty, now you can go get other FCS guys if you want to. Or maybe there's a great Division II kid that right. you see that you want to bring up. Uh, so it's not limiting you to just, hey, can we find a disgruntled kid from A&M that doesn't think he's getting enough playing time and we can bring him and, and pop him down and now he's eligible. Now you can go get, I mean, NSU's got a couple of FCS guys uh, that, that wanted to transfer in and, and play. So it's it's kind of interesting now with that, um, you know, you see the, the, the lower division schools getting rated a lot. Right, you have a kid that no one, you know, everyone missed on. You groom him, you you make him what he is, and he transfers to a bigger program. We, we're we're seeing some of that, but at the same time, your ability to go out and address spots with a veteran guy, and it doesn't have to be a JUCO guy. It can be a guy that's got actual Division One experience. That ability to go plug holes like that is is a real game changer. No one is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television, but not today. Because uh, they have the Big Sky High School game on live against building Skyview. So the Eagles of Missoula uh, over in the Magic City taking on Skyview. Uh, both these teams coming off of uh, lopsided losses a week ago. Uh, the first of two games, a doubleheader tonight, uh, there in, uh, at Dallas Stadium in Billings. Patrick Netherton, the play-by-play voice from Northwestern State, joining us in studio here uh, on Nuanas Now. Northwestern State at Montana tomorrow, 1 p.m. kick from Washington Grizzly Stadium. Season opener for both of these squads. I find one of the most interesting parts about Brad Lair, the head coach of Northwestern State, is mm-hmm. he is a quarterback in college, a record-setting quarterback at yeah. Northwestern State, but then has by and large cut his teeth as a defensive guy. But then yeah. when you watch Northwestern State, they still have sort of an offensive style running four wide a lot. So uh, does, how, do they, how does he sort of make those two ends meet? Yeah, it's interesting. And and fascinatingly enough, so he learned defense under um, the, the, the coach that brought two of the three teams up here to Montana, Scott Stoker. Yep. Uh, he learned his defense from Scott Stoker. Well, the new defensive coordinator for Northwestern State, a guy named Weston Glosser, mm-hmm. also learned under Scott Stoker. So he's running the same defenses that Brad Laird was running when he was the defensive coordinator at NSU. Uh, so expect to see aggression, man. Uh, you're going to see a lot of blitzing. You'll see a lot of trying to get after the quarterback, that kind of stuff. But it, it's it's fascinating because uh, having a quarterback as your defensive coordinator lends to a guy that typically is going to understand what a, a, an offense is trying to do. The funniest part about it is, you know, you mentioned us being four wide and spread and all that. We had to go kicking and screaming to that. Um, matter of fact, Brad Laird was our leading passer for, what, 40 years now, basically. <laughs> and he threw for 6,000 yards, right. which, you know, you got kids, Joe Burrow threw for 5,000 yards totally. in one season, right? right? So Eastern um, Washington's quarterback throws for 5,000 yards every yeah, year, exactly. no matter who he is. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So it, it, it took forever before North 
Northwestern State ever had a 2,000-yard passer, wow. uh, much less a 3,000-yard passer. And we had a kid who came in when we when we changed the offense, a kid named Shelton Epler. He comes in and he sets the career passing record in basically two years because we've never had a, a team that really threw like that. So this is all actually kind of new for us uh, at NSU. Is, is that wide open spread and the, the new offensive staff, you're going to see more tempo. It's, um, it's going to be spread, no huddle, but it's going to be fast and they want to attack and move quickly. So uh, that's going to be new for us as well that this, this whole idea, we've run some tempo in the past, but never, hey, I want a full game. Uh, you know, we need 85 plays. That's how we have to, to work. As our, our offensive coordinator said, we, wanna, we want five quarters worth of plays. We don't want to play four quarters. We want to play five quarters, which I think is pretty telling. Uh, we've never had that before. We've, never, you know, we've had some guys that have, have flirted with tempo but never really done it like this. So this is going to be actually fascinating and really fun to watch. I don't know what they're going to do tomorrow. They may score three points or they <laughs> right. may score 33 points. I don't know. But it is going to be interesting to watch throughout the season. Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Patrick Netherton joining us here uh, live on Nuanas Now. Last thing for you then, uh, what sort of vibe or gauge do you get from Northwestern's perspective about Montana? I mean, it, like you said, you guys have been here before, but it's been a really long yeah, time. None of these kids were alive. Uh, right, that's exactly right. Uh, the, I'll tell you this, the crowd's the same and the head coach is the same. The yeah. style is completely different for Montana the last time you were here, but that's pretty much everybody in college football. What's uh, What are the demons thinking about the Grizzlies? You know, I don't know... <sighs> When you when you talk to the coaches, you know they they comment on the fact that obviously you know it's a it's a Montana team that's going to come out. They're going to be physical. They're going to get after you. That's not that's not new. No matter what your style is, uh, you know a Montana team that's physical and and getting up in your in your grill like that is not new. That's, I mean, that's, that's sort of old. required. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of the on brand. Exactly. That's what you got to be in right. Montana. <laughs> so so, but I, I I find most of it fascinating because. There's a lot of talk about, okay, we need to figure ourselves out. Sure. You know, especially being game one. Uh, who are we? Uh, you know, not, we can't worry, you can't worry that much about who Montana is. We don't even know who we are at this point. That's, that's the vibe you get a lot from this coaching staff. Um, and so I think early on, and, and I'm sure Montana will be somewhat the same way, you'll get a feel of, of, you know, everyone's kind of vanilla. Everyone's feeling everything out. More wrinkles will come in as the game progresses. Um, but for as far as a first game goes, uh, it's not great. Like, you know, you'd like to have some sort of D2 coming in to Natchitoches to, for a first game with all these new coordinators. But as Brad Laird has repeated, you, you want to be play, facing this caliber of team in, in November and December. So why not go ahead and see where you're at in game one? Northwestern State at Montana, 1 p.m., Washington Grizzlies Stadium. Tomorrow, the 2022 football season, less than 24 hours away. Patrick Netherton the Northwestern State play-by-play man here in studio with us. Thanks for swinging by, man. This was fun. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, by the way, I just want to comment once again, and we found this 18 years ago, uh, the just the folks in Montana are second to none. We know yeah. hospitality, Southern hospitality in Natchitoches. This mine, this could be Southern hospitality here in Montana. Montana people and so, and people from the South get along well. Every yeah. time I've ever gone to Louisiana or Arkansas or Tennessee, it's all good. Everybody yeah. gets along swimmingly. Also, where do I need to go eat? Oh man, there's all because sorts I'm a, of good I'm a, I'm, So we went to uh, went to a barbecue place, a Notorious Pig. That's very good uh, uh, choice. I'm for a barbe- sure. I'm a I'm a certified barbecue judge. That's part of kind of okay. my brand. How'd we do? It was good. It hard, was good. Hard to stand up with the southern well, barbecue. Yeah, it's hard to stand up with Texas. <laughs> but the ribs I thought were really good. Uh, the mac and cheese, the beans were both really good. I like the tri tip. I think that was really you know you don't get that in the yeah. south very often. Uh, but yeah, we need we need one more good spot to eat. Man, I'll think about it. Okay, we'll get it, we'll get it to yeah, you right let me know. Break. Let me know. Nuance Now ESPN Radio. We're going to go and preview the McNeese State game at Montana State. Jim Gazzolo, who's the McNeese State beat writer, he joins us next. Keep it right here. Nuance Now ESPN Radio. Nuance Now on ESPN Radio. Rajim says Nas, Rakim, Jay-Z, and Biggie, that's, the, that's that's your Mount Rushmore. That's who you were texting me the other week. Without a doubt. It's hard to debate. I mean, I, I, I'm i partial to Tupac, but, you know, that's what makes this fun. That gives us stuff to talk about. It's Nuance Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Friday. 14 nothing now, Billing Skyview up uh, over Missoula Big Sky. We're not on SWX today. If you want to see our shining pretty faces, you can always download the uh, new ESPN Montana app. Thanks to Patrick Netherton, play-by-play voice for Northwestern State for swinging by uh, the studio. I appreciate him uh, for being here. And now we go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. 
I welcome in Jim Gazzolo. He is the beat writer for McNeese State. They play at Montana State tomorrow night. Uh, he is a writer for the American Press newspaper. Jim, thanks for being here, man. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. I hear you're getting some of our weather. That's exactly right. It's about 95 degrees. We don't have the humidity like you guys do down there uh, in Louisiana, but it's certainly been scorching hot. Could be triple digits uh, tomorrow. Where where are you in the world? Are you in Bozeman or are you back down in Louisiana? No, I'm I'm in Lake Charles. Well, very good. Well, uh, the, uh, they didn't ahead. approve the trip, so okay. they didn't approve the trip. So well, there you go. Well. Uh, well, let's start with this. You, I mean, how long have you been covering McNeese State? And just tell us a little bit about the, the university and being on that beat. Um, I, I was the former sports editor there. I've been on the beat for four years, but I've been covering McNeese and writing columns and that for eleven. Well, very good. What's up? What's Lake, days. what's Lake Charles uh, like? I mean, I know that there's a lot of people that have been down there from this neck of the woods, but it's been a long time because there has been some crossover. Uh, with both the Montana schools in the playoffs. But what's Lake Charles, Louisiana like? Uh, well, I came from Los Angeles, so it's a completely different culture. Uh, um, it's rebuilding, just like the football program after two hurricanes uh, in 2020. We got hit by two hurricanes in six weeks. Um, so it's in flux, but uh, it is rebuilding. It is coming back to life, kind of. Well, very good. Uh, let's talk some football. McNeese State in both. Bozeman tomorrow taking on Montana State. Uh, a first-year head coach there at McNeese State and Gary Goff. He joined us earlier this week on Nuanas Now. Uh, what have been your impressions of Coach Goff so far, and what is this uh, process like as he takes over this program? Well, it's uh, it's a completely football different football team. It's uh, a, a extreme makeover, I like to say. 58 new faces, 15 from the portal. Um, but the, the difference with him is he's our fourth coach now since 26, 2017. Um, but he's the first one that wants to be here. And I mean that as in he's the first one that's not looking, didn't come in the door looking for his next job up the ladder. He came from Division Two. The others have come from Division One as coordinators. And that, so they were, they, they had the impressions of what Division One football should be on FBS level. Um, Goff is happy because he is getting an upgrade in facilities and an upgrade in everything. So it's a little different attitude. Uh, he has provided accountability, which wasn't there. He has provided um, a, a kind of a sense of community that wasn't there. And it, he's really reconnected with the past of McNeese football. The interesting thing is I was doing a story this week because McNeese says they want to be Montana State from everything from tailgating and that. Montana State says, told me that they actually got the idea from the 2002 game they played down here, how to do their tailgating and how to do their game day program. So it's an interesting combination. Jim Gazzola joining us here on Nuanas Now on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. He is the McNeese State beat writer there at the American Press newspaper. Uh, uh, Jim, tell me just about that revitalization of tradition because that's been a talking point around here. People harken back to when McNeese was a national power and – uh, in 2002, 20 years ago, they beat both Montana and sure. Montana State in the playoffs. How do you go about, though, revitalizing that or, I guess, using that to your advantage? Uh, McNeese has been good as recently as 2015, when in the Southland seven years ago. So how what, what is the, the big factor in reigniting said tradition? Well, they, they haven't won a playoff game since the 2002 year. Now, they've been to several. They've been to 10. They've lost a lot of home playoff games. But they've never been the, the national lead. They were a good Southland program, but they didn't have that national thing. The main thing is re, re, kind of embracing what you did before. They went away from uh, night games. Now, they had to do that the last two years because the Hurricanes took down the uh, light system. So they had to play in the afternoons at noon. And noon fall in Louisiana is not conducive to big crowds. Uh, so their, their attendance dropped in half. They're going back to 7 o'clock games tonight, this year. They're also bringing back a lot of the pregame facilities and, and, and some of the festivities. They're redoing the tailgating. They've embraced kind of the coming onto campus on Friday nights with uh, this party in the Grove they do, a free party and concert in the Grove to get people to think McNeese football starting on Friday night. They've gone around and they've, they've redone um, what they call the caravan where the coach has gone to caravan and sell. They just rebranded the program. That's basically been he Shoyer as the athletic director. 
What can you tell us about this year's team? Jim Gonzola joined us, by the way. Uh, he's a, he covers McNeese State for the American Press newspaper. Uh, you mentioned, I mean, 50-plus, 60 uh, new faces on the roster, so probably nobody yeah. besides Gary Goff really knows what's going on there at McNeese State personnel-wise. But what do you know about the team that you can tell us? I don't think Gary Goff knows. <laughs> That's right. He'll flat out tell you. I don't know what we're going to be. I don't know what we're... I don't know what we're going to have. We say the right things. We do the right things. But what will we do when we get pushed? Um, how will we handle adversity? Because we've never done it together. I think the main thing is on this campus before, so many they, they had an academic in, situation where they lost their uh, – they were suspended from the playoffs for one year. A lot of kids left. A lot of kids left because the Hurricanes wiped out their facilities. So they didn't have numbers. This was a team that at, at one time last year in the fall – they had to go with an offensive line where four of the five starters were either freshmen or first-year players, and three of them were not on scholarship. They couldn't practice because they didn't have depth on the offensive line. They just didn't have numbers here. And now they have numbers. They have more talent than they've had in a long time. But how that talent gels and comes together is really interesting. And the offensive line is much bigger. Now, I don't know how much better it is because it's a lot of the same guys with experience, but it got bigger because they were the first, this is the first time they were able to have an off season because they did the spring and summer or spring and fall in 21. They didn't have facilities before then and COVID hit them before that. So they weren't in the weight room for three years. So they are a different looking team. They at least look the part now. Jim Gazzolo joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. He covers McNeese State at the American Press newspaper. And last thing for you, Jim, the the, the spread on this thing, 17.5 points, Montana State, a top-four team in the country. So what do you think of this challenge for McNeese State? Is there an element of surprise that could maybe play to their advantage tomorrow since they do have so many new faces and a new head coach? I think the biggest surprise would be if Montana State doesn't take them seriously and they don't get overwhelmed by this situation. They played at LSU last year, so the surroundings shouldn't stop them. But how do they play together? What are they able to do? How, their defense is very good. Uh, how does their offense do? Can it move the ball with the new quarterbacks? Um, does, it, does the offensive line hold up? Um, I think 17 points is about right. I got it at 31-15, so <laughs> I'm right on the number. Um, but I think, the, I, I think McNeese is not playing against Montana State. McNeese is playing against... McNeese of the past and what McNeese wants to be in the future. And I think grading them on a curve this year is more important. What we don't want to see here is, first of all, we want to see a kicker because we didn't have a kicker last year. And and the other things are, I think they want to see is not the dumb penalties, not the unorganization on the sidelines. I want to see them act like a football team that at least has the right direction going and not kind of just thrown together like they have been the last couple years. Jim Gazzolo. Covers McNeese State for the American Press newspaper. Jim, thanks for taking some time out of your Friday, man, and uh, maybe we'll catch up with you down the road, but thanks so much for being here. No problem. Enjoy the game. There you go. A little insight on the Cowboys football program as well. Interesting fold that Northwestern State and McNeese State are rivals, and the last time they took the field was against each other uh, in Lake Charles, Louisiana, last November, November 20th to be exact. Northwestern State won that game 24-20. to a lot of uh, overturn at both of these universities uh, in recent years. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. We talked all things college here off the top. We're going to talk all things high school football and all things NFL football. Rajim Seabrook, a much elevated and more prominent role in hour number two. Coming at you right here. It's Nuanas Now, uh, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 